Hey, everybody. Welcome. Good evening, wherever you're at. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Unfiltered Experience. Myself, I am Christopher Roush, here to welcome you. And the Unfiltered Experience is the place where you hang with uh, great people that have great conversations where you're included into that mix. And I am joined here by who else but Mr. Scott Goyette. Scott. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing good. Had a very full day, very full Friday. So you too. <laughs> a very full Friday. Uh, yeah, I know both of us did. We were both like checking in here, here and there on different stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm jamming here. I'm jamming here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But that's what movers and shakers do. Movers and shakers do that. Hello, Teresa. Look at our first person up here. What's up, Teresa? That's Turner. Teresa. Good evening. Happy How Friday night. Welcome to the Unfiltered Experience. You are our unfiltered crew. And as always, we invite you guys to engage with us in questions and comments. This is a communication. This is a conversation that includes all of us because this is just the information we need to know about what's going to move us ahead in life. And we're excited tonight to be talking about relationships. And Scott, lead us off and tell us about our guests because we're excited to have them on here. Absolutely. So I've known um, there's two people who are going to be here today and they're close to my heart. Uh, the first one is Emilio Andres Palafox. And Emilio was good friends with my brother and we met and uh, we're definitely kindred spirits. Um, one thing you guys probably don't know about me because I'm good at not showing on air, but I make a lot of weird noises. I'm always like, I'm always like hyper and crazy. And Emilio is the same guy. So my brother went in and out and found essentially a clone of me and we, we get along great. Um, he's a biohacker. Uh, he's also an actor. He does all kinds of stuff about fitness and just all the things we preach he's doing. And he has a very special person in his life who just became his fiance because he just asked her to marry him. And that is Rachel Brooks Smith. And she's an actress. Um, and together they live out in Santa Monica, California. Uh, she's actually been in a bunch of shows, a lot of the dance shows, a lot of the ones that like the teenage dance type shows. She's amazing, um, an incredible dancer. You gotta check her out on Instagram. She's got all kinds of videos and stuff. The most recent thing they've done is they've created a thing called Relationship Renegades, and they live everything that we're talking about. They make sure that they put their heart and soul into the relationship, always finding ways to make it better. And so that's what we're going to be listening to today is them sharing their secrets with us. Awesome, What's Scott. Up? Well, I'm excited. Let's bring them on to the stage. Let's bring them into the queue. What's up, lady What's and up, gentlemen? Guys? What's up, guys? Welcome to the Unfiltered Experience. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing so good. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, brother. Good to see you guys. Absolutely. Good to see you too. I love the background. That's colorful. It's beautiful. What is it? We painted it yeah. about an hour ago. Nice. Nice. Well, it's great to have you on the Unfiltered Experience. We appreciate you being here. Um, something we do here on the Unfiltered Experience is a lot. Um, you're going to see this is where we constantly communicate with uh, those here in the conversation. They may not be here present with us on the screen. However, we want to make sure we always acknowledge our unfiltered crew. So we got Teresa Turner in the house. Hello, guys. Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here, Teresa. Uh, she says she's happy to be here. Look, at she can already see. That's a uh, conversation Teresa, that's happening right you. here Thanks, and right Teresa. now. We got uh, Tom Jim uh, saying good evening. We have some lady named Tom is my, I think he's either my newest LinkedIn or Facebook friend. It happened today. So I'm feeling really, really good about that. Thank you, Tom. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good to see you, Tom. We got mom in the house. What's up, mom? Nice to see you. Welcome yo, on the yo, yo, yo. Hey, Susan. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's here. She's here monitoring us, making sure that we're, we're all good stuff. Uh, as always, kick ass Larry Schneider, uh, rock stars. What's up, buddy? Good to see What's you. Up, Happy buddy? Friday night. Hope you're staying warm and the family's good. Um, 
Teresa says, welcome. We got Darlene. What's up? Hey, hey, everyone. Darlene, Darlene. is awesome. She's one of our definite unfiltered crew members and our misfit for life. She's all over the place. Hello. She's, a she's up, awesome. Darlene? She's she's making, she's breaking ground and she's doing so many things in her life. And we're just super proud of her. Um, so yeah, so we do that occasionally. We just bring them, we ask people to ask us questions. This is the unfiltered experience. And uh, we welcome you guys here to be comfortable and just engage with us. And we're excited to dive into the conversation about relationships. And I think the first question really kind of comes out that, that dawned on me was where did Relationship Renegades start from? Because I think it's a fascinating title um, and I'm curious to see what its origination is and uh, where you came about with it. Such uh, a great question. Yeah, great question. <laughs> Did you want to take it first? You've never yeah. been asked that before, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think- Never, I, never been asked that I think it's just kind of like the way we ebb and flow with life, whether it's personally or professionally. So uh, about a year and a half ago, we had a media company called Conscious Creatives. Mm -hmm. And it was really broad. And when we had that, it was all about um, the connection that we have with ourselves, others, and the world around us. And we, we would create these- like hilarious conscious versions of Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. So when you think about uh, Gen Z or millennials, our future, you know, a lot of times they, they want to laugh, they want to share this uh, funny stuff, and, which causes viral, uh, virality, but that also has like a deep message. So we were trying to hit those uh, spots to be able to provide an awareness of all these principles we wanted to teach. However, but in a fun way, that's it, a big thing for us, like in a fun way. Yeah, and so it started off that way, however, during that time, whether it was personally on stage, on all across our social media channels, they kept saying, man, I love how you guys just like, you know, inspire, just create, we're like a, create a, create a world where, uh, you and know, relationships, relationships are healthy relationships. Yes. It, you know, works. It, it's so awesome that you guys create like a fun, connected, fully alive relationship. And it was, it was always like something mm -hmm. around that. And we're like, man, you know, when you think about, um, really finding your audience or the niche and, and really helping out in that fashion. It was like, man, it was like the world, God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, was saying like, hey, guys, this is your message. Yeah, this is your mission, you know, like help relate, help people in relationships. Yeah. yeah. And then and then maybe you can talk about a little bit about yeah. the podcast that turned into really well, I what think, this is. Well, I think it's a really big like pain to purpose story. You know, like we both have a lot of pain around a lot of toxic, unhealthy, failed relationships. And because of that, I think we both got to a place where we felt so sick and tired of being sick and tired and both separately in our own life's journeys mm -hmm. were very much like, you know, hit rock bottom in our own ways. And, and then just finally we're like, all right, we're done. Like I'm ready to learn. Like I want to learn how to do this relationship thing better. Mm -hmm. And after I think just like doing everything we could possibly find of like books, audios, workshops, programs, like all centered around relationships, we able we finally elevated ourselves enough to mm. understand how to create a healthy relationship, finally found each other. And then it's just been like the most amazing gift ever to have this beautiful, supportive love. And I mean, I've, you know, got to work on some really big films that were huge dream come true for me. Mm -hmm. Like still to this day, every day when I get to work on a, a movie or a TV show and um, I have three new ones coming out and they're amazing experiences, but nothing like nothing would ever be what we have because it, you know, movies come and go, jobs come and go. And if you have an amazing, supportive, healthy relationship, it is like the thing that sticks through you throughout everything. And yeah. obviously we're talking about this intimate relationship, but also with friends, family, like your community. And I just you know I was always so driven my whole life, but my relationship suffered and mm. I felt unsupported. I felt alone and I felt, you know, and I was like, wow, what is this? 
if I don't have good relationships, what is this, all this success? Like I, I still feel empty inside. And so it wasn't until I really like flipped the script and was like, all right, relationships, so where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I think we- Most critical, critical component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like a quote, right? It's like the quality of your life is based on the quality of your relationships. And it's like, you hear it all the time when like mm -hmm. people on their deathbed or even, you know, people are studying these millionaires and billionaires and all these things. And it's like, what do they always say? Like how many times do all these people need to say the same thing of like, oh, I had everything and I was so depressed and anxious mm -hmm. and I was miserable and I wasn't happy and I wasn't peaceful. And it's like, I wish I would have spent more time with family. I wish I would have, you know, um, all these things regarding relationships. Yeah. And I think this is the perfect time, I feel like, to share these types of messages because, you know, we obviously live in a world which is getting more disconnected. Yeah. People don't have as much really uh, connection and community. I mean, it lacked greatly prior to COVID. And then now it's yeah. like, geez, like, yeah. what's it going to look like now? And then if, if our gener the next generation is all virtual on their phones, on the games, not that it wasn't like that beforehand, but like even more so with the classrooms yeah. and everything, like how are they going to show up socially in relationship to self others in the world around us mm -hmm. down the line? Like yeah. it's something pretty huge. So uh, we're just going to, you know, I think the way that I'll I can't end this is just like, we feel like, you know, the, the how can I say this? Um, why we're here on life yeah. is really like we have found or on earth with this life is that, you know, and you've probably heard this before, but it's this whole thing of the purpose of life is that we found our gift gratefully and, and we just want to give that away now, right? Like the rest of our life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that was a long ended uh, answer to your question yeah. there. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember the question. Hey, I got a question. Yeah, where, where, did, where did relationship renegades come from? And I'm yeah, that's where. Yeah, I remember. So that's, that's, where from, that's, where, <laughs> that's where it came from. That's where it came from. And really, so, like the big mission is oh, just to create a world where to co-create a world where healthy relationships are the new norm. Because especially being in media, being in entertainment, the main story that gets told is like toxic failed relationships. Even when we started dating, hmm. there were some things that came up. He was like, "Um, you're an actress. You know, if you see most actor relationships fail," and I was like no that's just what we get told like that's mm -hmm. just what we see in the media is yeah, what the headline is the ones that fail but for mm -hmm. everyone that fails there's also this beautiful amazing relationship mm -hmm. that nobody talks about you know like and Kurt so, russell and uh and uh and uh what's her goldie hahn i mean yeah an amazing couple they began Incredible. to together forever yeah. yeah same thing with meryl streep and her husband like mm -hmm. and there's so many we can name or so kristen many. we heard we love kristen bell and, and dax shepherd yes. yeah like, no isn't their story right like, now pretty interesting that's exactly. i mean they have such a beautiful marriage and such a beautiful relationship and i, I can see scott is beaming with a question because he leans forward and he's like <laughs> you really got a question no, I'm, no huh? I'm good. i was i was actually just going to bring up the point of you know i was listening to the gold not the goldie hon you guys just said her, the dolly parton story and I did too. somebody and she's somebody who made a, a very great intention to keep her private life fully private. And I almost feel like that's a sad thing. And, and I, I get why people do it. But I think that you guys has nailed it with, you know, what you're talking about with relationship renegades is we're stepping into a new space where people can truly be transparent. And I'd suggest that everybody here go take a look at a poem. It's called The Master and the Art of Living. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that can cause strife and stress on our beings is we play a different role in so many different places in our life that we're never truly happy because we're running from one thing to the next. But if you can actually, what this poem says essentially is you'll be the same being whether you're playing, whether you're practicing spirituality, whether you're working because they all become one and the same. 
So if you guys can be the same person wherever you are, you don't need to hide from anything. And I also love the fact that as an actor, an actress, or as a public figure, a podcast host, whatever, whatever you're doing in the public eye, how cool is it that you can talk about your supporting complimentary partner? Because so many times, you know, we think of people saying, yeah, but they, they want to think you're single and think they have a chance with you or some crap like that. Instead of saying, no, no, we're going to be, we're going to be leaders. We're going to say, this is what you can be with the person that you've chosen to be your partner. So in other words, not some fictitious grab that I can go get, but this real life, hey guys, look what we do. Hopefully we're emulating something good for you and you can shine your brilliance by mimicking these, these things that we're doing. And I think that yeah. That is so cool. What do you guys think of that? Like, what do you no, think of that I concept? Love you, oh, uh, I, I have so many things to say about that. that. I mean, just quickly, I can't tell you how many times in my past that was a real thing. People would be in relationships. I myself wouldn't want mm -hmm. to ever, I never felt yeah. like I'm like, you know, I had boyfriends and, and that and real relationships for a long time. And I would keep them very private. And I think it really affected their relationship. And there's a lot to that of like, I think somebody, um, there was a lot of things I had to heal and there was a lot of relationships I was in that I was kind of always half in, half out because of certain things. Therefore, I never fully was like, yeah, let me just tell the world, you know, about it. And so I do think there is a, there is a point where you have to protect, I say protect your heart, but especially if you are in the public eye, that there is a certain amount of like, you're not maybe going to share every single person that you want to date with, but after sure. in a relationship and it is a supportive relationship that you can really talk about it and share both your struggles, your challenges, and your wins together, because um, that's that's real life. But I, I know so many people who are in relationships hide it because they do want to be mm. seen as this like yeah. maybe somebody could have me, or they're they're scared of losing followers or fans yeah. because they're not single anymore. And even managers, you know, in the past that I've had have been like, oh, don't you, don't post about your relationships. Mm. Like you need to appear as if you're single, mm. and um, mm. you know it it. it it ruins stuff, you know, because yeah. there's so many insecurities and things that come up, rightfully so, if someone's not willing to talk about you to people, you know, if someone's trying to hide you, it doesn't end up, it doesn't feel good for the other person. And I feel so bad, yeah. like so bad that I, I did that to people and it sucks, yeah. yeah, you know, but I have to own that and move forward with that and forgive myself for that and realize I didn't know what I didn't know. And see, so for anybody watching, that's like, man, I've done stuff in my past that I'm not proud of, but like, I think, talking about those things is really important so that other yes. people realize like, Hey, I'm not alone in this. Like, and yeah. that we can, we can heal from it and we can move forward and we can make better choices. We can choose differently, mm -hmm. you know, to create a better future. The, the, cool, the coolest thing is to do it for you because I mean, mm -hmm. never mind what people are seeing, you know, on your deathbed for you to look back and say, I live transparency. I showed vulnerability and I grew <laughs> and I shared my brilliance. That's the feeling that I hope everybody gets to pass on from this world with. And, and, you know, you're not on that pathway if you're listening to everybody else because they're trying to get the most out of you. They're squeezing the lemon for the most juice when meanwhile, now you're you're growing the whole tree. Now you're just doing all these beautiful things and blossom, blossoming instead of just letting somebody manipulate you and guide you. And it's cool to see. And it was so fun to, mm. why don't you talk about, because um, you didn't even tell me this too because we, we, we guys were running off to Tahoe. Talk about all the preparation that went into your proposal that just recently happened and talk a little bit oh, about that. Yeah, that man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to talk to you on the phone. You're like, I can't talk. I can't talk. I got all these things going on. And that's what you say about everything, to be honest. He's always busy. <laughs> I it does, so so I, I just take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, he's not preparing anything for anything. He's just full of crap and he's just running around in circles. 
But <laughs> and, and you and you appreciate that from me because you know. I do, that. I do, brother. I know, Go but on. no, but you were preparing something big. So talk about yeah. what that really is. I appreciate that. So look, guys, like this is the love of my life. I wanted to do something very special for her. I had certainly since, and I'm going to get into it like in 30 seconds, but I think that this preface is warranted is like, you know, all my life, I grew up in a house of like domestic violence where my, my dad used to abuse my mom, mainly verbally, but sometimes physically and just never saw what a healthy relationship was. And that was like, I had two things growing up. One, I didn't want to become my dad. And two, I wanted to find or create now, as we say, like a really healthy, connected, fully alive relationship. But it certainly went through the ringer. I went to hell and back numerous times, failed the 10,000 times, right? Did definitely became my father multiple times. And, and the reason I say this is because it took a lot for me to look the man in the mirror so deeply to finally become the man that I am now to, to create and attract someone like Rachel and sustain that and not self-sabotage, et cetera, et cetera, like in my past. And so now where I'm at now, it's like, <clears throat> Every moment counts, right? I think when you look back, you think about like Jesse Itzler. I love Jesse Itzler because he's all about building yeah. a life resume, right? It's like these moments in time, these experiences. Like if you say like, hey, what did you do in 2017? What was five critical things that you did? People might be like, I don't know. I don't know what I did this morning or last week. And it's like, it's about these like beautiful experiences. And the thing is, is that people are waiting for those to happen. It's like, no, create them. Yes. Like, And so I say that because this is what we're about. So in creating this experience for Rachel, I'm like, this is going to be a beautiful experience, but not only for ourselves, but like who else can we bring along the journey with us? So um, some of the few things that <clears throat> I had to do, well, we were supposed to, I was going to, I was going to propose to Rachel in Greece in around October ish. Um, but that didn't happen because of the lockdown. And then I was like, you know what? Um, everything's getting ruined now. Um, I'll just do it next year. I don't want our engagement to be, you know, during the COVID time and representative of that COVID time. And, uh, until around closer to Thanksgiving, I was like, let me call her best friend and talk this out because I just, I, I'm like dying inside. I want to like say it every single day. Cause I look at this woman and I'm like, my God, like, I just love you so much. And so, um, Finally, long story, you know, when I talked to the girlfriend, she's like, oh, Rachel doesn't care about if it's COVID or not. I'm like, okay, well, then I, I need to do this. And I'm going to I'm gonna pivot and do it during uh, right before Christmas. Which, by the way, threw me off big time because I overheard him say that several times. Yeah. Um, about know, other people about getting other engaged. People. I'm like, oh, my friend got engaged. And, and like, he during, was like, during COVID? Yeah. You know? And so, like, I got the hint that, like, I'm like, oh, this isn't this isn't happening until after all this blows over. Yeah. And so Which I, like, helps. literally put it out of my mind that i think that's one of the reasons i was so shocked if you, if you watch the video you'll see my face it's very shocked mm -hmm. yeah so, so how, long have, you, how long have you guys been together how long have you guys been dating uh two and a half years about two and a half years we've been dating yeah. and i honestly feel like on the first day it literally this may be cliche to say and that's a whole nother long story but i've never felt like this in my entire life it felt mm -hmm. like i don't know if i believe in in past lives 100 percent. i think it went from zero to like I think I'm at like eighty eight percent now. Believe that we have past lives. Oh or yeah. Some sort of previous. Experience. You know, and, and I understand no. that like energy is neither created nor destroyed. Like I get that, and we're, we're a spirit in this human body meat suit. But at the same time, I'm like, when people say like, oh yeah, I remember my ten thousand lives. I'm like, really? So, but maybe they do, and I don't want to judge. But anyway, I really felt like we had lived past lives, yeah, and I was okay. like, it was more of like a. Oh my gosh, there you are. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, look like, at you, right? Right away. Right away. It's, it's, like an, it's like an instant. It's like me and Scott. 
like me and yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, we just connected and it's just been like, hey, yeah, now we're just he like, just keeps looking at me. It's weird, actually. I just want to pause for a second. I just want to say, uh, I just want to say hello to everybody. Um, some new people came in the room. Pamela Aubrey, what's up, Pamela? Great to see you. Happy Friday night. Thank you very much. Hope you're doing well. Um, she said something about it's complicated. We'll skip that one. Yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello, Colleen. And uh, oh, she says, hello, Colleen. Colleen, um, congrats on your daughter's uh, scholarship. And, uh, and she, I guess she's playing sports in college. So congrats on that. Yeah, I just saw that. Congrats. Today. And congrats on Colleen. I mean, she's just a machine. Itzler oh, is amazing. Yeah. When you said Jesse Itzler, I was doing something behind camera. And I was like, oh, my God. Have you read his book, um, um, Living with a Navy Seal? When he, when he had David Goggins come live mm -hmm. with him for 30 days? I, I, that I didn't was, read his book, but I've seen multiple videos on him talking about thing. that as yeah. well as the rest of his journey. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it's 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 ins I, I love Jesse. He's he's insane. Um I Ron, just got Ron his big, big ass calendar. Uh it should be here any few days because I'm a big planner. So he's got like this year calendar that folds up into a thing like this and it opens up to like the entire year. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, it's insane. I was on a call with him yesterday on a Zoom, him talking about how to like really like throw it down on the calendar throw um, it down. but like putting yourself <laughs> in like you know with those experiences so throw it down on the calendar babe yeah. <laughs> throw it down but, somewhere but, i mean geez somebody's got to be throwing it down i mean that's for sure there you go no, but, let me I, let me know I, when you get that yeah. I want, oh yeah i, I will i will and, yeah. and i feel like i do gotta say because i feel yeah. like you know um uh scott was like hey, he was super busy i'll just like i'm not gonna tell the long story because we have so much to talk about but there was scott there was so many things brother so it was like you know, the, 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 there was a restaurant nearby. So first it was like, okay, pick new location, Tahoe. Two, ask the dad if we can have family there. Mm -hmm. Three, getting a restaurant all situated, curated, all that kind of stuff, right? Getting the right during friends the during the lockdown, yeah. during the, you know, get certain friends there. I had the, the getting the photographer there, right? Um, certain people had to know for certain specific details. But like, it's, it's, it's like one of those things, just like life. Um, friends canceled, like, a week beforehand, um, the you know, the video, there's a videographer canceled. Second one, miscommunication. Third one had to find last minute. Um, you know, like when I, when you were calling me, it was like all this chaos happening of like, oh my God, like making sure that the house was secured in the right dates and that the address and, you know, it's like talking to everybody, making sure that like everybody knew what was going on, making sure that like, that I didn't know what was going no, on. No, no, going on. You know, just <laughs> That's all be tough. the things that led up to like, how am I going to get rose petals over there and make it? So that it's that it's just nonchalant that we have rose petals. <laughs> and how do I get her on the dock at the right time, nonchalant and casually? Yeah, it was perfect. Content. It was just yeah. it was so much, bro. Well, somebody, but, somebody, but, somebody but, just but said, you, but, but you have to realize this, all right? You have to realize this. That's your personality, regardless. So, so I, until I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, that was reasonable. I mean. <laughs> Listen, if you know if my brother was watching this right now, I'd be like, Amelia, just be honest with you. You've been doing that for 20 years. That's You would have done the That's same thing stuff. if yeah. you were just in the bathroom. You'd be like, dude, I got so much going on. You're just like in the bathroom. Or something. <laughs> I just stayed here in the bathroom. No, that's what you do. That's what you do. That's who you are. Right, man. So sounds amazing. I mean, it sounds truly beautiful. And uh, thank you guys for sharing that because that's, I mean, that's one thing about love is there's, there's so many different dynamics in it. And it's so beautiful that you took the extra effort, especially during this time. And you realize that the, that, that connection was there. Um, one of the questions that I really had for you guys is in this time and, and Emilio, you alluded to it earlier um, was that people aren't connecting, that there's lack of connection going on. But before we went on camera, we were quickly talking about clubhouse and I wanted to get your, your, your guys's opinion on this is the fact that although we're not connecting more in person, 
I personally feel, and Scott would agree. I mean, over the last, you know, ever since COVID started, I have met and I've connected, actually connected, you know, not physically, but with so many more people than I ever have before. Talk to us a little about, about the relationship dynamic in that, in the fact that we're not connected physically is, and, and only virtually, do you see that as being some sort of situation that we need to look at or keep an eye on? I mean, yeah, so much to say. Uh, yeah, so since I just finished, yeah. you start, babe, and then I'll kind of add to it. Well, I just think we have to be so careful that we don't lose the actual human interaction because there is something on such a different level, like that comes with human interaction and touch and mm -hmm. and hugs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, honestly, I had to watch with myself because I got so used to just not <laughs> seeing people that I started realizing when I actually saw people again, it was like I had all these weird, like. Mm -hmm things like in weird thoughts and insecurities and 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 fearful things of like because you just for we're such adaptable beings and we become so adapted to whatever we do over a period of time and we create these habits and patterns and so i think if if we i mean i, I always go back to the study they did on babies that that they got food they had shelter um that mm. but because nobody loved them like nobody held them nobody you know, yeah, touch touched there. them, they died, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And I just think that's such a huge thing for us to remember that yes, like doing what we can and like joining groups online and connecting with people online and doing FaceTimes is so important, but we have to find ways to get like real hugs and real, you know, touching each other and looking into each other's eyes in person. Um, I, I just think it's, it's so important. Otherwise we are, it, it's, it's a it's a dark road ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean it does I mean, get yeah. weird, doesn't it? What's up? I said it does get weird, doesn't it? I know I'm I'm a total people person, a hugger and everything. And now when I've gone out in public, I'm like, I just feel like it just feel it feels a little awkward. So yeah, I would agree on the connection part. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, you mm -hmm. know, it's a double-sided coin. Like I definitely can see both sides, right? Like, yeah, like I, I joined this like metal men's group. It's called metal. Um yeah. and it's it's a it's an incredible uh men's group, yeah. like international, six hundred men all over the world. And you know, it was mainly in L.A. and New York. And so they would meet up in both places um, like every Saturday for brunch. And then they would have these great conversations. But a lot of the men, because I just joined recently in July, were like really appreciative of now the every Saturday morning where instead of the brunch, it is virtual where people can go into little breakout sessions. There's the you know speakers that come a long time. So it's like They've been able to meet so many people all over the world, whereas that would have never happened, you know, if it was just like in person. So, yeah, there's been many blessings to be able to like connect to so many people all over the world through Zoom and through other means like this. So I think there's always a blessing and it's and it's beautiful that that's that that, you know, transpired. But I definitely do agree, like if we can schedule in some time to and, you know, I respect everybody's opinion on what's going on right now you know, do it the safe way, do whatever you can. But like, if you can have those hangouts in person, whether it's once a week, once a month, whatever you want to do, I think it's yeah. definitely important when you think about the, the metaphysics of it or the, the energetic play. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm watching a movie or a documentary called Thrive 2. So good. And their, their science has now been able to prove that like, you know, they're finding consciousness in insects and animals and plants and this and in this in the space that th that there's nothing like they're being able to see all this now and test it and, and measure it and like see it the invisible if you will and what reason i bring that up is because when you walk through a forest and you put your hands through the tree and you grab this and you touch that and you breathe this like 
you're getting like the collective consciousness of all of that that is a part of us. Yeah. And when we're just in our home, not acquiring all that energy, all that consciousness, all that bacteria, all the different things that are at play in the world, in the universe, then it's like, it's a subpar experience for life, yeah. if that makes any sense. And so it's just mm -hmm. interesting, like how we're evolving very quickly and how we do need not only the interconnections, but like the nature. connectivity to yeah. nature and everything else and <laughs> yes. how science has been able to show. It's like not something to say anymore. It's like, oh, wow, there actually is something here now. Yeah. Wow. So Amelia, what about this? And this is for both of you guys, for Amelia and Rachel. Um, I've been like playing with some new theories and it sounds like you've been uh, thinking a little bit more that you're at 88% believing there's uh, multiple lives. That's not bad. Um, <laughs> what about this? What if every single thing in existence is already in a full state of consciousness? In other words, heaven, nirvana, whatever, except for humans. What do you think of that? Because think of this. We're the only ones yeah. that are sitting here struggling. You know, I was sitting there like looking at a cat or looking at a dog and you look at them and they're, they're just kind of there. They're just like embracing, you know, they're not trying to go to the next moment. They're in the moment. We're the yeah. only ones who are running from this to this and like, whoa, should I do this? Should I do this? What about that? What if we're the only beings and literally the whole universe is waiting for us going, come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, our, our, so our prefrontal yeah, like cortex for sure is what's stopping well, that. So stopping us. Right? Like every different thing, you can look at things from such a different perspective. And I think that's so powerful to see both sides, right? Because on mm -hmm. some note, people are like, oh, that's the greatest gift that we have, you know, is to be able to, to think and to choose differently and to process, mm -hmm. you know, but on the other hand, is that also one of our greatest curses, if you will, you know, so I think, yeah, you know, yeah, so many times in life, just like we were just talking about with the like the COVID thing and the connection on one side of the coin, there's this amazing opportunity to connect even more and mm -hmm. online, but you you lack the, the human connection. And so I love, um, we went to a workshop recently um, with a, a really incredible man named David Martin. And mm -hmm. he talked about this, it's something called like, a, the, you know, the reflex, you know, like when, when someone hits your knee, you have a reflex, like your leg goes up, that when something turns on, something else always turns off. And so it's always like really important, even in like, you know, just social experiences and um, in our life experience to always realize, okay, if I'm turning something, if something happens here, there's, there's always going to be um, both sides to it. And it's so important. Sometimes I think it's so easy for us to only look at one side of things. And I think especially in today's world, my hope is that we can realize that there's always two sides to a story. And <laughs> yeah. And, and I love, I love that. Yeah, you're right. Like, you know, back, back in the day with our ancestors were gathering hunters, like where, uh, yeah, when we were the apex predators, let's say, when we had a prefrontal cortex that mm -hmm. helped us be able to say, hey, look, this was a pattern with this with this animal that's gonna come, like I'm gonna choose over here instead and be able to work that. But what used to help us is now hurting us because we just constantly live in our heads mm -hmm. in the past running stories or in the future, you know, which is anxiety and we're never in that present moment, like everything that you just described, Scott, with all these animals and insects and everything else. And, and that's what I love about when you think about like the tools and resources that are out there for people, um, it's beautiful the things that will turn off that prefrontal cortex, right? Mm -hmm. So like we're big believers in, uh, there's so many things, right? So you hear obviously about meditation, mm -hmm. we're, we're big on, on breath work, like yeah, breath work long, you know, like, yeah. you, you know, like 45 minutes of intense breath work, if not longer, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the various plant medicines that are out there, um, just anything that will 
take that away to where you're in that nothingness, mm -hmm. which is that unified field that really tapping into the everythingness. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that's a great um, perspective, Scott, in yeah. terms of like, yeah, they're probably looking at us like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. Um, I have to back up and just laugh a little bit because you, you know, you're talking about the breath work, the meditation and, you know, all the different ways that we can get deeper into presence to be in that, you know, entanglement of everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's funny because you and I are both hyper extreme people, obviously. And I was uh, just I just remember the time that we were starting to talk about Wim Hof and you and I were figuring out ways that we could almost pass out to see if we could achieve new states. We went into a sauna that was 200, 200 degrees and we stayed at what was it? 25 minute rotations. And then we jumped into the cold pool. that was like 40 degrees. And we both look at each other. We get out of the pool. We go, hey, um, I, I think. I think I think I'm I think I'm gonna pass out, and we were both about to black out. And we, we we called this lifeguard guy working. He was inside, and he brought us bananas. He brought us bananas and laid us on a chair. That's how serious we are about getting back to oneness. So don't say we don't oh, practice it. So remember that? I remember we we both looked at each other and we go, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I don't think I'm okay." And you looked at me and go, "I'm not okay either." <laughs> we we might have fucked yeah. up. We, we were so door. close, dude. We were so close to being out. We, we were extreme. We definitely are extreme. We were doing this protocol from, um, I'll remember the doctor's name, but it was like an yeah. hour in the morning and an hour at night, like this really hot, hot, hot temperature. Boost, like, boost for like, yeah, for like, yeah, testosterone, IGF, like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then obviously doing the cold, but like there was like, you could work it up or you can just choose the extreme. And of course, yeah, Scott and I for sure. No, you, you asked me, you go, should we just, and I go, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you didn't even like, we didn't either of those flinch. We're like, so how long do we have to do it? And you're like, well, we literally go like 25 minutes. And I remember at the point where I'm like, Oh man, I don't know if I can breathe. So we were like, well, let's just get to the cold. We'll feel better. Well, that's just shock on shock. And then we get out. We're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we both looked into each other's eyes. It was hilarious. But to that, but to that point, yeah. In those moments when you push yourself <laughs> to a space like that, you have no choice but to be in the presence. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know you guys know this as well as I do. Those are the moments where I've experienced total oneness, where I'm connected to everything, and I've had those those enlightening moments where I'm like, I feel it. And whether it's choice or whether it's jumping back into my prefrontal cortex or reacting to my amygdala, I, I come back to humanity and there I am in future and past and present seems we forget it's the gift and it's, it's a game. And, and that's yeah. why I wonder, like, maybe I just want to come out, come back as a rabbit or something. <laughs> Well, you, you gotta, you gotta remember, you gotta remember, Scott. I mean, there's, there is, a, there is a point. Who was that guy that did that? Uh, the famous guy that did a sweat lodge, and everybody, half the people died. He just came out and did a documentary. Um, what the heck was his name? Uh, he was from. I think about that. Um, John wasn't John Ashcroft. Yeah. He left no. people in there way too long. That was, yeah. that was even past. That was just stupid. A lot of people name? died. But JR says here, JR says, profound statements, Rachel, interpersonal interactions without personal presence will kill your emotional connection to them and unfortunately to yourself ultimately. Yes, JR. Thank you for I being here. I love the way you said that, JR. Thank you. I want to like copy paste that and talk about Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Well, He's a smart guy. I appreciate that, man. He goes on to say, key to learn how to be in the moment. Absolutely. Who talks about moments, Scott? <laughs> I've heard the word moment so many times today. That's crazy. I say that all the time. Like, you got to be in the moment. You got to, I mean, that's all there is. That's all there is, is right now. We got Chad Pape in the house. Hey, now, what's up, Chad? Yes. Happy Friday night. Uh, Rona says uh, Batman and Hearts, something like that. Uh, <laughs> dangerous. Darlene says crazy. Uh, crazy in Sedona. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> 
Hummingbird's okay, a good one. I'll be a hummingbird. That was, that was kind of random. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, and thank you guys all for being here. And of course, if you have any questions, please ask us questions. Please uh, take advantage of this opportunity to grow your own self in your relationships. And speaking of relationships, I have, a, I have an unfiltered question for you guys. Obviously, you're happy, you're in love, and it's beautiful. But every, we know every relationship has its, its stuff, right? Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about your stuff and how you both utilize, I mean, cause I'd imagine when we're, I mean, as professionals, right. You know, as a coach or something like that, I know what to say and what to do and prescribe to everybody else. But in my own situation, if I'm having an argument with my wife, all of a sudden I'm reactionary, I'm fight or flight that I'm like, my, 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 my coaching brain doesn't go, Hey, Chris, this is a great opportunity to shut the fuck up. You know, it's like, no, no, no. So I can only imagine with your, with your situation, it's gotta be pretty dynamic. So I'm interested to have you guys share a little bit about that because that's what all of us think is like, okay, how do I have that conversation with my wife and my husband? And I would just love your guys' input on some of the vulnerability that you guys have experienced. And real quick, before they answer this, I want to just say, go back and look at some of those videos that they were talking about where they were actually creating situations. They're hilarious because I know them enough to go, that was pretty real. That was pretty real. They're making funny situations going, but babe, if you just didn't do that, we wouldn't have this problem. And they were going back and forth. They're pretty funny. So definitely yeah, check those I was out. Really, I was really just going to say, we have several different, like, comedy sketches, if you will, where we love to show like the conscious version versus the unconscious version of the same situation, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, and we love, I think there's some really powerful communication tools that people can learn and practice and become, I mean, I always talk about habits a lot, like, and you know, we, we just, we are what we repeatedly do. And to also have a lot of compassion for ourselves when we're trying to implement new habits and patterns and to mm -hmm. realize that I, I might've spent 10, 20, 30 years practicing this unhealthy habit that I'm trying to change. So of course, I'm gonna to have to allow some compassion in the process of, of changing that habit. You know, a lot of times we can get into the habit of beating ourselves up if we're not perfect right away. And so I think it's just, we have to realize that that's actually um, crazy to expect that of ourselves. And mm -hmm. so to, I'm, I'm a huge, just huge component of more compassion. Yeah. Like we can only heal with compassion, we can only heal with love. I've tried so many times to heal with hate and judgment and criticism and just trust me, it just doesn't work. It only yeah. makes things worse. And so I think, especially in communication, in when you're feeling a lot of emotion, when you're feeling a lot of argue, you know, like, um, you know, powerful emotion, breath is huge. Um, breath is super huge. And I'll just make it like super raw and real for people. Um, I was, remember a specific time when I was, my past pattern was, it was so hard for me to be honest with men. And it created a lot of, you know, toxicity in my past relationships, even though like I wanted to blame it on the guy and it was the guy had the anger issues and the guy had trust issues. Well, I didn't own the fact that I had honesty issues. And at the, for, in that same regard, like the, we're really about like one of our main through lines through relationship renegades is to learn how to create a space where both people feel safe, seen, heard, and loved. Mm -hmm. And I never felt that in my relationships, but I, nobody ever taught me how. And I think that's why we're so passionate about teaching that process in everything that we, we mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Um, and we actually have a three day free, um, live coaching experience that we're doing, um, January 27th, 28th and 29th in our free group. So if anybody wants to be part of that, please come. It's going to be awesome where we, we're going to dive deep into this stuff. Um, but you know, my past pattern was being dishonest and I have so much pain attached to being dishonest in relationships. Um, that it's almost become a superpower now where like I'm almost <coughs> incapable of being dishonest with him. 
but there was something that I knew deep down, like something from my past. It was like my deepest, darkest secret that I really didn't tell anybody, but I knew I really needed to tell him this. And I was terrified, like terrified, terrified, terrified. And probably for months, it was like, I would have these, you know, the stories that you create in your head where I'm like bringing up the conversation to him. But then I'm like, I'm literally playing out what he might say, what I might say in the shower, in the bathroom, all the random times that we do those things. And I had to like build up the courage for quite some time. And this is like a very, very, very difficult, like very traumatic thing that I went through in my past. And my story in my head was that if I told him, if he knew this about me, that he wouldn't love me anymore. And that felt very real to me. Um, but I was like, I knew, like I knew, I was like, if I don't tell him though, like it will, he'll find out later and it'll, it'll blow over and our relationship will be over and it'll be worse. Cause that was my constant experience in my past. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I finally got the courage to tell him and I was shaking and I was crying and I, I literally, I was almost about to throw up because I re- I really was so scared that he wouldn't love me anymore and he would leave me after finding out this, this truth of mine. And it was just the most beautiful, incredible experience because when I actually finally got out the words to tell him through my tears and my, you know, my shaking, he just held me and let me cry and said, I love you even more. And thank you so much for telling me that must've been so hard for you to say. And I feel like, you know, like our relationships are just always opportunities for us to heal. And that there was such healing in that, um, in so many ways because (laughs) You know, it was, it was reaffirming the belief that with the right person, like honesty, uh, will always bring more connection rather than disconnection and vulnerability, um, and and transparency. And when we hide, suppress, deny things, it just creates disconnection, you know, like it builds and builds and builds and builds over time. And even if we think we're super good at covering things up or that we don't need to talk about it, like it will come up somehow, some way. And it, it's either going to be now or it's going to, or a couple of days from now, or like years from now, and it's going to be 10 X worse years from now. Yeah. So it's just choosing like, Hey, what do I, what do I want? Do I want to rip off the bandaid and just like, just face my fears and get it out and feel free and liberated and connected? Or do I want to cause disconnection and create an explosion later in my life? And so I think that's just really important to talk about. And when she was, when she was going through that, and when she was going through it, I think it's important to know too, like on the, on the male side, the masculine side of things, like it took me a long time to be able to, we talk about creating a space where, you know, the other person feels safe, seen, heard and loved. And it took a lot of time for me to be able to hold space for her to say something like that she said. And it's like in that work, right? And there's all different types of work. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if we're all trying to go up the mountain, there's different routes. And, and the routes that I took really enabled me to finally be able to hold space and to breathe during that time and to not try to fix as guys always want to do is try to fix things. Yeah. Right. Um, but to just be able to like hold space, be that rock for her, literally don't say anything, breathe with her and just come from a state of love. And, and that's it. And, and, <clears throat> and, it, and it, it took some time, but, you know, also, I think something as we're sharing, just because we're raw and real, I think for her, that was honestly, there's a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. we're just choosing one thing, right? So one thing that's coming up for me is um, trust. So there's been many past toxic relationships where uh, I was cheated on. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I, I built this like trust issue, right? Where I didn't trust women. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, there were times where like these past relationships where they would come, they would come home while I was studying or while I just finished going to sleep at two in the morning from working or whatever. And they would come home like smelling like alcohol and, and whatever and like trying to be intimate. And and I would always feel like something was off, like something something just happened. And, you know, they just come back from the bars or this, that or the other friend's house. And, you know, I later found out that like, no, they were sleeping around or they were doing this or that. And it like crushed me. Right. And so there was moments where like Rachel, again, life is life throws you exams. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, are you going to learn this lesson again? Uh, exactly. And so there, yeah. And so there was like situations where she was doing night shoots with fi with filming and her job. Yeah. And so she would have to shoot from like time sometimes in some of her movies from like 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be at my house at 8 a.m. Or sometimes she would come early, like four o'clock in the morning. And my programming is like, oh, girl coming in at four in the morning. Yep. Something is going on. I'm going to yeah. create this story and and either say it or have this felt experience and maybe distance myself or mm -hmm. or or like spew vomit or when she didn't deserve it but like it's just it's just what my body's like oh prefrontal cortex is activating right it's like oh you know what this is emilio you know what this is this is she's doing so and it's like you know so i feel like and, um, and on his regard like as an actress <laughs> i had you know to do some oh, intimate scenes oh, with a guy so she was oh i can't even imagine so that in the morning, yeah. she was Holy actually crap. in bed oh. with someone like on the <laughs> yeah. film like you know yeah so it was it was really so oh. the life if you don't learn the lessons i feel like it gets more difficult or more, not more. Yeah. Maybe more difficult to where it's like, you're going to, if you don't, if you don't uh, learn the lesson here, then it's going to get a little bit more painful and a, a little bit more painful and a little bit more painful until like you break down and say, I can't do this. You surrender and say, I need help. And then, you know, some beautiful abundance starts to come into play at that point, but a long, 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 long story short, because I think one of the main nuggets I want to bring about this experience is that, you know, one of the things is we see what we are mm -hmm. in life, right? We see what we are. And what I mean by that is when it comes, when it came to this trust issue for me, and of course that's really deep, there's a lot to dissect there, but I was going through this optimal being course in 2020, um, beginning of the year to like mid-year. And it was, again, getting a whole bunch of other stuff up to surface my, you know, childhood traumas and whatnot. And what came out of that whole experience, it was like the final breaking point, which is we had a roommate here that was our creative director mm -hmm. in his, like years ago, he was in the same situation where he lived with a couple. He had slept with the girl, his mm -hmm. best friend's girl. Mm -hmm. And then they had a whole relationship and all this kind of stuff. And so same thing was happening here. Not the same thing, but like he was in that kind of same environment. Like he's here with a couple, us, mm -hmm. and and <clears throat> and I knew that, but I would throw that away because I'm like, okay, it's not the same situation. But then I would always see them like joking around and laughing, and they would go on bike rides and go to you know. But they were working, like they were having a good time. They're they're friends. We're all friends. Yeah. But and, you know, and it was like all these little things that came up. I never said anything, and and uh, and it was no big deal. But sometimes my ego would get in the way. Like, hmm, what's going on here, right? And then there was this one moment where they had a whole day together and then they, they, they rode bikes to Malibu and they just laughed and Rachel's like, oh, I had such a good time. Yeah, we did this, this, this and that. We're about to go to sleep. And boy, oh boy, because I didn't communicate or sh share vulnerably how I was feeling, which I normally do, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes I, I, I don't, you know? And I went to, I, I tried to go to sleep that night, toss and turn the entire night. 
worked on some of the the tools that we preach now. Yes. And finally, you know, was like I broke through after doing some tools and was like, man. And and the answer was, it wasn't our friend. It wasn't Rachel. It was me. Like I didn't trust myself. And I was seeing that, but like, you know, I'd still had some residue of things that I had done in cheating in other relationships and what I had done in other relationships. And it was like, man, I still have a little residue where like, I still don't trust myself mm-hmm. enough. And, and it's, it's a long story to get to that point, but it was just, it's like, it's always the man in the mirror. It's always the woman in the mirror. Mm-hmm. We talk about that. And it's like, and then when I broke through that, I'm like, man, I told her all that. She's like, oh my God, no way. And I was like, yeah, it was me. I'm sorry. And, and just communicating that, which is key as always. Honesty. Got yeah, it's, per- it's perfect. Yeah, no, you guys, you guys say so many of the things that we talk about in slightly different ways, which I think is so useful because, you know, any time a message is that important, it takes multiple t- times of seeds being planted and making sure it's nurtured to actually receive mm-hmm. that message. So I love what you guys are saying. Well, and I think so many times, like, I know, you know, would you could read so many books you could have so many you go through so many programs you could listen to so many podcasts but like we're not human thinkings we're human beings and i think for real change to happen you have to have your own visceral experience i think sometimes pain and suffering gets a really bad rap where we want to push pain away and it's like it's scary to feel pain it's bad to feel pain but a lot of times pain is actually our greatest teacher if we allow it to be and so, yep. you know, one of our biggest missions is also to disrupt the perception of suffering, mm-hmm. that to lean into the anxiety, to lean into the, mm-hmm. the fear and say yeah. like, okay, like, I feel you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. What are you trying to teach me? And to actually, you know, write down whatever comes up and really try and learn from the emotional indicators that are coming up because there's, we actually learn from them, then we can start to heal from those things and move forward from those things rather than just stay repeating the same unhealthy patterns all the time. Mm-hmm. 100. The definition of insanity. The definition of insanity. Wow, guys, it's been almost an hour, 50 minutes and 18 seconds. Um, what a blast. What a blast. I mean, we're, 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 I mean, we used to we used to have really long shows. Sometimes we'd have an hour and a half yeah. two hour shows. We would just keep going. But one of the commitments we're trying to make is to keep them to an hour. Um, yes. I don't know how well that's going to go because I could sit here and talk to you guys for another couple of hours. Well, no, Chris, what we talked about, what we talked about is there's no reason they can't come back. So exactly. we'll come up with part two. Exactly. Part two. Part so two. any anything that you guys didn't get out of this show, drop that into the comments, send it to the unfiltered yeah. experience, and we'll make sure we get an answer next time. So, so what do we have to finish up with Chris? Cause I know we some, got some good nuggets. Yeah. I mean, um, no, I just wanted to basically ask you guys, um, if you had a microphone to the world with given what everybody's going through right now and thinking about what happened yesterday at the state Capitol, what's going on with unemployment, everything that's going on in the world. And obviously relationships are, you know, a critical component of that. And people are stressed. People are frustrated. People are lashing. People are reactionary. They're not responding. They're not, they're not thinking about what it is that they could be doing and obviously hurting relationships, especially with what Scott and I talked about yesterday. And our special feature is like, do you throw the baby out with the bathwater? Do you just get rid of somebody you don't agree with? So if you had a microphone for one or two minutes to the world what advice would you give for relationships like one point one one two three tips that somebody could take away and say okay listen i can put that into play and and be able to have a little bit more effective relationships for myself during this stressful time what would you guys uh, uh, suggest you want to say one and then i'll say one or i can start yeah you start and I'll okay um, i think um 
So given everything that's going on right now, there's a lot of chaos and confusion. And what, what comes to my mind with that question and with everything going on is what I used to speak on, on energy and resilience. And I used to have this resilience framework. And I think a lot of people do well with a framework. And so I'll just kind of uh, gift this framework. And it's uh, five P's. So the P's are presence, purpose, power, people, and preparation. And, you know, in the 60 seconds, I'll just kind of give some practicality to the, to the five P's. So presence, right? We talked about the number one human impediment is we live in our heads, constantly creating stories in the past, which is depression, or the future, which is anxiety. So find Google, whatever. There's so many presence exercises and everything's a muscle. So choose something, choose a presence exercise and do it for a minute a day, three minutes a day, and just rep that muscle. So you constantly, you know, you, you can't just do it. You're not going to be great at it because we have the monkey mind. But, but really rep every day this one-minute exercise that you can find on Google or wherever, presence. Two, purpose, right? A lot of times, especially in this world, uh, in pivoting and what they're doing, a lot of people don't realize what's important to them, their values, or what life is asking of them, which is constantly telling them that we're just not listening because we're going through the motions. Mm -hmm. So like being silent and really listening, like what is life really asking of me? And so, you know, figuring out those values, figuring out the vocation, which is, you know, meditating, reflecting, journaling, taking the time to be still and not going through your normal Netflix and chill and eat and drink and whatever, like change it up a little. Third, power. A lot of times we've gone through, especially now with the pandemic, we've lost our power in more ways than one. And so it's like, how do we get that back? And, and we can gain, gain it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically. One way I'll speak about is emotionally, because we were talking about emotions. So we talked about, Rachel was talking about uh, welcoming you know, anxiety and depression and fear, whatever's coming up. A lot of times we suppress, deny, and avoid that. So when it does come up, I would say close your eyes. And whatever you just did, silently say, oh, there's me doing it again. And then breathe to reset, right? So when you smile, that's, that's compassion too. You're welcoming that you're welcoming that emotion because if you're saying anxiety, welcome to the party, like opening the door, like come on in, then it's it's not suppressing it because when you suppress it, that that emotion has the power. And when you say welcome, you just brought the power back to yourself. So you got some power back as a first step. So that's power. Uh, people, we need more connection and community. Find ways to build community. Like like Christopher was saying, there's a lot of ways that. Uh, you know, join certain groups, men's groups, women's groups, you know, go out there. It's all about getting out of your comfort zone. Trust me, guys, everybody out there, no matter what social class, um, thinks the same way. Like they, people have this fear of like being rejected or not being good enough or not having enough or whatever. Like everybody freaking talks about this. So like just go out there knowing that that person is thinking the same as you. Trust me. And, and just be vulnerable because when you're vulnerable and you share something that may be frightening, people will trust you more. People will love you more. And then boom, bond more created. So there's people. And then last but certainly not least, preparation. Look, we talk about life is like the ocean. There's always going to be waves. The good news is, is that you can learn how to surf, right? And so this metaphorical surfboard is like, what are things you can do? Well, every day pick something in, in the realm of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, right? Find what works for you. To us, it's breath work and PMF and sauna and and, and doing like ridiculous stuff together, just laughing and doing improv, like whatever it is, just be consistent with it. Consistency is key because like Rachel said, as I'll end mine, 
We are what we repeatedly do. So don't worry about like going to the mountains so far. Just do, just be 1% better every day. And that's how you prepare. So there's the framework, presence, purpose, power, people, and preparation. Bam, uh, and- bam, bam. Bam, 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 and I'll make mine hopefully quicker. Sorry, yeah, uh, I was okay. like, that's what, <laughs> it was so good. I, that it was just so came good. up in the so present good. moment. So just like his five P's, I kind of have my my uh, my C's that I talk about. So creativity, compassion, connection, and curiosity. So choosing courageous compassion, right? That everybody is always going through a battle that we might know nothing about, and so to just always choose to be kind and compassionate, and that it's so important that we talked about earlier that everything has two sides to a story and it's so easy to only see one perspective or one side of the story but a mentor of mine told me i think one of the most like the greatest advice ever was to figure out a way like if you really want to have real connection and and real compassion real and and deeper understanding of what's going on in any situation is to be able to know enough about both sides that you could argue them. So most people only know enough about one side and they want to argue and argue and argue and argue that side. And they're totally missing like anything that might, that might, they might not know about the other side. And and so I think the more that we can understand both sides of thing enough that we could argue that side, I think that's when we'll find really beautiful hidden truths and way more compassion for both ourselves and other, and everybody involved in the situation. Hmm. Um, beautiful. And that we can only heal with love and compassion. Like that's it, you know? And so I think the more we can use our, what I call our divine creative power, what I believe really is one of our biggest superpowers is the ability to be creative, to ask more powerful questions, to say, this sucks right now. Like this is terrible and I hate it, but what could I do to make it even a little bit better? What, yes. could, what, is, what is it here that I could learn from? You know, who in the situation could I just help and love, you know, and that, you know, I, I play heroes in film and TV shows. And one of my biggest missions is to help empower people to be the hero of their own life story. And so many of the time to be a hero in your own life is to go be a hero for somebody else, that yes. somebody else out there is suffering and hurting just like you are. And we can step outside of our comfort zone and just go help somebody and just go mm. love somebody. Um, mm. We become a hero to them. And, and honestly, they become a hero to us. And so I think, um, you know, every day we get to choose, you know, I'm the writer, I'm the director, I'm the actor of this movie that I'm creating that is my life. What kind of movie am I going to create? And what hero, what character mm-hmm. am I playing? Am I playing the victim mm-hmm. character or am I going to play the hero character? Mm-hmm. And that there's amazing, powerful ways for us to be able to step into and live from our hero self, if you will. And I think it all comes down to, again, we are what we repeatedly do. So to create these hero habits, um, and, and to start small and just keep changing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit all the time. And then one day you mm-hmm. wake up and you're like, wow, I'm a completely different person than I used to be. <laughs> and oh, I have a lot more love for myself and a lot more compassion for myself and for others. Um, and yeah, so just to be it all, it's just like, I might just hope that we all choose to be the hero of our own life story. Amen, Rachel. Amen. Wow. Wow. Drop it some nuggets. <laughs> you guys love better be you. writing that shit down and doing something with it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're yeah. I mean, seriously. Hey guys, uh where where I mean we we, we I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this up here for everybody, but uh you can tell everybody where they can get a hold of you. I mean, obviously on Instagram at relationship.renegades. Um any other places that you contact you? 
Just get, get yeah, go right there. Yeah, everything. Uh, just the best place is right there, and then in the link in our bio is the is our private group where we're going to be doing the free day. We do a ton of really cool stuff in there. Mm -hmm. um, we you know give like free live Q and A's, um, but especially we're doing this free three day live coaching experience with us, um, particularly to learn powerful ways to heal from heartbreak, to stop self sabotaging, and to really create the love and lifestyle you always wanted. Um, and we're really about you know that people won't always remember what you say, but they'll always really remember how you made them feel. And mm -hmm. so especially in this in this three day live experience, you mm -hmm. know, just know that you're gonna feel some stuff. Yeah. Um, and it will yeah. be powerful and it will be um, I hopefully really helpful for people. Um, and yeah. just, you know. And then, you know, if, if they enjoy that, there's of course, you know, just like anything else, they can further their journey with us, with mm -hmm. the masterminds that we have or the private coaching that we have, mm -hmm. or just tuning in our relationship renegade show mm -hmm. on Dash yeah, Radio. Yeah. So that's every week. So. A lot of ways to plug in and we just like you guys you know we're, we're building tribes and we want to be able to be the rising tide that lifts all boats yes, and just build more community because we're all doing beautiful amazing things so um you know we we love you guys love it yeah thank you so thank much for you. having us on the show thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you any final words for them scott before we close out the show be present be the hero be in service to others and be the hero for others and finally, go love now. Yeah. Now. Oh, wow. Emilio, Rachel, thank you guys so much for being on the Unfiltered Experience. We truly, truly value you and appreciate you. I'm just going to go down the comments here one last second before we close out the show. Uh, let's see where we at. Uh, la, 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 la. We had uh, Jennifer Gerald in the house. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for spending your time with us. Yes, presence, purpose, power, people, and preparation. Bam. Bam. Just put it right there. Thank there you, you go, so Jennifer. Here. Thank you. Uh, Samuel, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Got to study them both. Most won't study. Yes. You got to see both sides. I mean, that's probably one of the largest contributing factors to my success is that I'm able to see other people's perspectives. Although I don't agree with them, although I don't want to punch them in the face, I can see them. I can understand them. I can empathize. Um, and that sometimes that drives me crazy that I can do that. But, uh, <laughs> Colleen says 100, 100, 100. Absolutely. Uh, Jennifer Gerald says compassion, creativity, connection, and curiosity. Double bam. Yeah. <laughs> What, I'm, I'm just going to make a joke on myself because normally what we were doing guys before we were doing when we when we actually uh, before unfiltered experiences we did Friday Night Live and Friday Night Live was loose it was fun it was something we do, were doing during COVID but Friday Night Live is Friday Night Live you have drinks and everything and sometimes I would have drinks before and so I could tell by the how fast I'm reading that I definitely haven't had any drinks because I'm on this health kick now <laughs> I so I'm like, man I, I when I'm drinking I'm like blah, 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 blah. You know, because you. Think oh yeah, you're different. You're you're you're, you're week to week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Samuel says, "Be a mentor, be a hero, be in service." Absolutely. Paul Hamill, thank you so much, brother, for being here. Emilio. Hey, <laughs> Colleen says, "Thank you so much. Great show." Uh, thank you for being um, here. Yes, thank you guys so much for being here. We so appreciate yeah. it. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Jacqueline Rose, I always think about Neil Diamond when I hear that. Uh, Jacqueline Rose, thank you so much for being here. I've known Jacqueline for so many years here on Facebook. Um, we have a connection that we've never even met, but she says, I myself believe relationships should be 50-50. And if something is broke, you fix it, not throw it away. You learn to compromise, talk things out, out of respect, the other person's feelings, a give and take, not to be a controlling person, that kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's insanity. And actually we definitely want to have you guys back on the show because I still had way more questions, but uh, again, thank you guys for being here. I'm going to put you backstage and Scott and I are going to close out the show, but we'll, we're going to talk to you again in just a second. So thank All you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Scott, what do you think? 
I think that was beautiful. And I do agree. Uh, it's wonderful to keep things to an hour and respect for people's time. But I can't imagine ever having a guest that doesn't have more than an hour of amazing insight. Um, I mean, there was so much there. We could have sat here for the next month and continued on. And that's the beautiful thing. So now people are going to want more. We're going to have to bring it back. And that was wonderful. And thank you for sharing that with me, Chris, because that was uh, that was nice. I really enjoyed that. What did I share? That whole thing, man. Just bringing people together, helping people. You shared that. You shared your your, your energy, your your love for humanity. All that. Absolutely, stuff. absolutely. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I'll, I'll say a little final thoughts. But if you want to say anything final, nah, no, nah, I'm good. That whole be present, be your own hero thing. I'm sticking to it. I'm amazing with that. Huge. One thing I'm going to ask you is tell us about who is coming up. We were talking about breath work, which I found fascinating. Interestingly enough, you guys were sitting there hammering about Wim Hof. I was watching Tom Billy last night interview Wim Hof, and I'm kind of familiar with it, but I was sitting there. I was getting psyched up. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing's yeah. great. And I first thing I thought, I wonder if Scott. No, nope, he's done it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, my, my wife I, just did it today. Actually, she just did. There's an, I'll send it to you. There's an 11 minute um, Wim Hof breathing meditation. I'm going to send, I'll send it to you as soon as we're done with this. So I was psyched so. by what he was talking about. I was really impressed. So, uh, so who do we have up next week? Speaking of so next week, we have Sarah Novak and she is a breath work. Um, that's her practice. She's a practitioner and she teaches breath work for all different reasons of why you would need that breath work. So we're going to drop a survey in to the unfiltered experience page this week. And we're going to ask, what is most important to you? Do you want breath work for, I think she was talking about the top three that people want it for is either anxiety, trauma um, management, or, or deep stress. So we're going to put a little um, vote in for you guys, and then you guys can choose. And we're going to bring her, she's going to talk about the breath work, the importance of it. A lot of the things we talked about today, we'll dovetail on, and we're actually going to do some breath work live. So come in with whatever you're feeling. And we're going to actually get some instant results next Friday, which is going to be beautiful. The week after that, we have Randy Pierce. Twenty-two year, When he was 22 years old, he went blind. Since then, he has run over 20 Boston marathons in qualifying time and climbed Mount, Mount Kilimanjaro and more. The guy is a resilience master, beautiful human being, and loaded with wisdom. Do not miss next week or the week after. They're going to be absolutely mind-blowing, I promise. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Just in the, in the initial conversations we were having with Randy just on Messenger, I'm like, wow, this is going to be phenomenal. And, and what you amazing. Um, truly, truly, truly. And as always, we want you guys to be, be a, officially a part of the Unfiltered crew. Uh, so please go to our Facebook page. Um, if that's too hard to remember, just go to the www.theunfilteredexperience.com and you will go straight there while we build our website because we're taking this thing mega big, baby. We want to impact the world. We want to impact you guys. We want you guys along here for the ride. So please share this out. Please tell your friends and family, hey, there's a great place you can go and you can have an honest conversation. Our guests were honest and vulnerable today. Um, and that's what we want for you guys. I mean, the world is in such pain right now. We're in pain and collectively we can get together one by one. It's going to take a time, but get together one by one and really look at what we talked about tonight is the relationships and looking at having that compassion, that empathy. And like Emilio so greatly said is like, wait, 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 what's that? Let me put that mirror up in front of us. You know, we've always talked about the accountability mirror on this show. And realistically, you have to take responsibility. If you're upset with things and you're you're projecting out, you know, where is that coming from? That's coming from within. It's not coming from out. It's coming from within. So you guys need to address that. And if you're in relationships that you're not happy about and you're not, they're not conducive to what it is that you dreamed about, then you have to have com communication. You have to go out there and ask for help. You have to be honest, like Rachel was saying. I mean, honesty, vulnerability. I mean, if you're not in a relationship where you can be honest, then why are you in that relationship? 
I mean, it's it's massively important for you guys to have that. So we're glad that you really enjoyed our guests tonight. We enjoy them. They'll be back. And we just invite you guys just to stay classy, stay kick-ass. And uh, we love you guys. Go love now. And uh, we will see you next week. Take care. Have, have, a, have an awesome weekend. And we love you guys. 